Podcast Network. Well, sitting right across from the table here is not Jeremy. Although I am here. I am here. We don't care about you. It's Tony. Hey. Welcome back in the flesh. Pulling out the party you. wagon. I love what you've done with the place. Uh, <laughs> we got to get some pictures of this place and put them up on uh, Facebook. This is fantastic. I mean, it looks brand new, this whole studio. All right. So there's a lot of transition going on here in the Beat Lab. Mm-hmm. And that's mainly because my wife is moving me slowly out of the, out of the house. <laughs> but um, we uh, we had some audio problems. Can I get a little credit for what we put together I over here? I will say I'm very impressed. Uh, before the show, I did not bring my mic up from Asheville. So uh, we were going to rely on a third mic that should have already been set up. But we won't go into that <laughs> anyway. There's no point to bring that was up. That, was I supposed to already have that set up? I don't think you mentioned you were not going to bring a microphone, to be fair. Well, I mean, the mic doesn't even plug into a board. It's a USB mic. It would not work with it. wouldn't. Believe me, that mic would not work with this setup. Anyway. Hey, hey hold on. Hold on. We, we've recorded with that microphone here before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's yes. happened. Yes. Okay. But I go ahead. I don't think we have. We Anyhow, have. Uh, so we spent the last hour uh, trying to get the third mic that was here to work. And uh, <laughs> it involves some splicing of cable. Uh, and I got to be honest, it, uh, it sounds great. Uh, I don't. I don't actually have a mic stand. I'm using a Windex bottle uh, that Don has taped on to the mic, and I have to tell you, it's actually better than my mic stand at home. It's very impressive, Don. It's very sturdy. It hasn't moved at all. I'm very impressed, Don. Well done. Radio for winners. I don't have a pun. Funny pun. We need a funny pun. Radio for winners. Give me a funny pun. Just ended on that. All right, fine. We want winners here. You smell like a winner! From days of long ago, from uncharted regions of the universe. That's right! We can't have anyone freak out out there, okay? Well, we'd better get on with it. Broadcasting live, it's Radio for Winners. Here are your hosts, Tony, Jeremy, and Don. Another week, another episode of Radio for Winners. Jeremy, Tony, Cherokee, Don. Hey, uh, guys, like us on Facebook, Radio for Winners. Shoot us an email, rfwshow at gmail.com, uh, or on Twitter, at Radio for Winners. I got to tell you guys, uh, very exciting being here in the studio. Very, very exciting. I have a pug that I had to bring with me. You, uh, okay. You brought your dog to the studio. Uh, yes, my dog has uh, some anxiety issues, much like his owner, and <laughs> and uh, if I leave him, he sobs. Uh, and uh, my my in laws who were staying with this weekend uh, did not want to have to endure that, so I decided to bring the pug along. I mean, this is I've seen you twice now since you've come up here, and both times you had your dog. You're officially the guy who brings your dog with you everywhere. <laughs> Uh, I'm not wearing a pug T-shirt though, so I haven't crossed that line yet. Well, I can't really see your T-shirt because you are wearing a sweatshirt. I'm pretty well, sure it's some sort of marathon running T-shirt. It does remind me that we do need to invest 79 cents in getting new covers for our microphones because every time Tony says a word with the letter P in it, it does uh, amplify just a wee bit. Well, uh, the reality though is I'm going to try to avoid any words that have the letter. Uh, <laughs> and uh, we'll see how that goes for the show. So t- Tony came over. So Sunday, it, it was Sunday, right? Mm-hmm. So Tony came over 
And he came over to my house. Now, I didn't know that he went to your house as well. Yes, he went to my house at like uh, 1 o'clock. All right, now, did when did he let you know that the dog was coming with him? Oh, uh, he did tell me. He asked him if it was okay if he brought the dog. I said, that's fine. Okay. I didn't mind. But See, I, I just didn't remember until he got there. And then I was like, oh, that's right. A pug. I got a text message saying, hey, we're coming over to your house around this time. Um, and and I, I did say, okay. And then I said, well, wait a minute. Um, Val might not be home, um, but I'll, you know, you know, can you come over a little bit later? He said, sure, that's fine. But then, like, an hour after that, I got a text message. Oh, yeah, bring in the dog. And that was about five minutes before he was coming over to the house. I'm in your driveway. P.S. I have a dog. <laughs> hey, I'm bringing the dog. Is that okay? Well, you did respond, always welcome. So I, I have to because that's the polite thing to do. Oh, come on. Should I not? Should I not? Should I say how I really feel? Yeah. yeah. I don't want that dog in my house. All right. Dog will not be over again at all. <laughs> I know he's serious too. He can I am not serious. serious. That dog is always welcome. I love that dog. Well, I, it's I the hope same. So. He just shit on your floor. <laughs> <laughs> but it's the same. You know, the interesting thing is, it's it's interesting to see because Tony does the same thing that you do with um with your kids though, and he does it with the dog. I was like, oh, but they're kids, so he wait, will, wait, you mean you he will, checks their anal glands? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow, is that what you do? Um he um he, he's very he, he follows the dog everywhere around the house. He's like, ah the dog's gonna pee or poop in your house. I just know it's gonna do it. So I, I really don't care. I, I, I'm, I'm sure that one of my animals has peed or pooped in the house or one of my children has peed or pooped in the house. So your dog is fully welcome to come over and just roam around the house and pee and poop all in the house. Don't believe right. it, because I heard, oh, it's fine for your kid to sit in that chair, and I'll never hear the end of it. My kids smeared chocolate all over <laughs> so the chair. So that's totally funny you see that, too. So Tony wanted to go back and revisit the crime scene to take a look at the chairs. So I pulled I pulled one chair out, and I went, this is it. And we go, oh, that's not that bad. And I go, wrong you chair. know what? Yeah, wrong chair. So I pulled out a second <laughs> one that also had a smudge on it, and I go, Oh, uh, see, this isn't that bad. And and we're both like, oh, I go, wait a minute. And then I find the actual chair. So apparently there's three chairs, and the third chair just looks like somebody has painted it that with chocolate was the icing. One we yes. did. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but it, it, uh, it worked out. Well, um, I, I get to Jeremy's place, uh, and there's a huge cheese plate, a nice cheese plate. I did plate. not even set up uh, a cheese plate this time. <laughs> several meats. Uh, I don't understand had. why you continue to bring that up. I thought it was a nice thing to do. <laughs> <laughs> we all know that by now he doesn't eat meat or um, in in little slice form. He eats it in large sticks. Well, yeah, form. now that I know he just eats a whole stick. I would have just not even unwrapped it. Just let him have it. But that's okay. <laughs> now Tony has come over to the house, and um, it was a. Um, I was very excited because I was finally able to unload nine hundred pounds of baby clothes. Nice. Now I will say, every time I've come to your house. Not lately, but at first, for the first year of the podcast, every time I came, I left with a giant bag of clothes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, now that I know officially that there is not another child on its way, that dog keeps trying to drink my beer over here. Is that what he's supposed to do? I think that's what he does, yeah. Um, so now that I know there's not another child on its way, I can finally start to just get rid of stuff as opposed to hoarding it for, you know, uh, you know, when another child is on its way. So, I mean, we got rid of, so what I didn't realize is that Tony had been to your house first. Yes. Now you gave Tony something. Yes, I did. What did How you give Tony? Is- <laughs> I gotta tell you outside the bloodstains, uh, the crib mattress, uh, is great. Yeah, it's nice. Uh, I have a lot of crib mattresses. Now, where did you get that crib mattress? That specific one I got from you. So you gave away something that I gave to you. 
Yeah, well, that's how it works with kid stuff. That's fine. However, he needs to come to my house first to take the stuff out first before he comes to your house and takes that stuff. Well, I, I need to get rid of it from my house there. first. It needs to leave my house first. So he ended up having to repack the car. To be fair, I didn't even want that mattress. When you gave me the race car uh-huh. bed, you said I had to take the crib mattress. Did I? Yes. That sounds you like something I would have said. leave without the mattress, <laughs> which has never left the box that it came in because I didn't need a crib mattress. <laughs> that sounds like something that I would have said. Uh, but Tony ended up having to repack the car like five times to get all the box of clothes and still did not leave with another box of clothes that he has to take with him tonight. When Don gives you baby stuff, he gives you a lot of uh, baby stuff. Very generous. Yes. Uh, however, I now have two car loads of stuff and I don't have uh, room to actually drive home. I um, um, It was funny because my kids were coming down. Oh, here, um, uh, here, uh, Miss Katie, you can take this with you. You can take this with you. Now the kids are just giving random things that they find throughout the house. Like, like you know, like... These uh, are Don's <laughs> I got a great stereo system. <laughs> so your wife was kindly, uh, she's being very nice to the kids. Is it okay with your mommy that you give this to me? I thought that was what was very nice. Um, but uh, I'm glad finally to be getting rid of that stuff. And I'm looking forward to the summer when I can finally get rid of so much more. Your child is going to be the only baby in the North Carolina area with a Miller Lite hood right there. Huh? Take that with you. It's oversized. I'm not sure exactly what you put that on. It's, it's a nice Miller Lite hood. That is an actual car hood. That is <laughs> in the Beat Lab studio. It is. It is. Uh, so I, um, I, I don't know. I don't, should I do a retraction? I, or uh, what if I have an apology? Should, did I do a retraction song to do yeah, the? We apology? don't have an apology song yet. So go ahead and do the retraction right. song. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I have to apologize. Um, apparently. Um, what I discussed last week on the podcast has somehow, somewhat um, upset my wife. Um, and uh, that is... Oh, the tampon story. That, that is not a story that we discussed Wait, last that was, week. That was awful. That was not <laughs> a, um, My oral hygiene apparently has become a topic of conversation in, in my house. Now, just to reset, how many times a day did you say you brushed your teeth? Once. Once a day, and he flosses never. Or no, I'm sorry, the day before he goes to the dentist, so, the morning of. So twice a year, I <laughs> floss. And then if you think about it, the dentist is flossing also, so it's four times okay, a year. Well, I wasn't going to count when the dentist flosses your teeth. Well, I get flossed, right? Get flossed. I Hashtag mean- get flossed. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so I didn't know that she listened to the episode. Um, so there I am. Um, <laughs> There I was, laying in bed, reading something on the internet, ready to fall asleep. I certainly wasn't ready to brush my teeth. Oh, that's right, you don't brush your teeth at night. That's so gross. <laughs> so, I, so my wife goes, hey, oral hygiene done. Why don't you get up out of bed and come on over and brush your teeth? Now, she brushes her teeth and flosses regularly, like consistently all the time. I do not. So now she has named me oral hygiene Don. And you have so many nicknames. <laughs> Don is not even my real name. No. <laughs> so um, I um, she has now Oral got me. Hygiene Reginald. <laughs> <laughs> now every night she's getting me out of bed to go and brush my teeth and floss. That's a good thing. This show has done one good thing. Well, but the problem is, is that for some reason the the two times that I have gone to, to brush at night, I've apparently 
Um, my youngest likes, she's fascinated with um, um, toothbrushes and uh, toothpaste. Um, so she takes them and like hides them all over the, she opens the drawer where everything is. She takes it and she puts it all over the place. So um, I, the first uh, tube of toothpaste that I grabbed was um, kids like Crest. And that just tastes like it's just jelly. jelly beans. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's like brushing your teeth with like liquefied jelly beans. Uh, but I, I will say that I am now um, brushing and flossing um, several times a day. I'm glad that it took you over 150 episodes to say something that your wife got upset about, where I think pretty much, I told my wife after episode three, we aren't doing a podcast anymore. I'm over here. We're actually in a Bible study group that meets once a week. Yeah, I was very upset that she uh, I she listens now. She said that she didn't, like, so she said she didn't listen. She, like, stopped listening for a while. And now she's apparently back to listening because she'll help us out with tweeting and stuff like that. So I just didn't need her to hear that episode. And that, wow, what was that? Oh, <laughs> this is the loudest is, dog on earth. That dog is so loud. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I apologize, apologize in advance. I thought you farted. Oh, no. Oh, no, no. You'll uh, hear snores throughout the show. Wow. <laughs> yeah, so, um, yeah, so I, uh, I, I am brushing and I am flossing. Um, and, um, yeah, so I have well, that. That's a positive life change, Don. I'm glad to see it. So after loading up uh, car, uh, cars <laughs> worth of uh, baby stuff, I uh, went out to lunch with um, with my wife and uh, a couple other friends. And uh, I don't know if you guys have ever been in a situation where you got to dinner where you know the one. We were meeting um, a friend of mine and his girlfriend who we had not met before. And I don't know if you've gone out. Like when you guys go out to dinner with another couple, do you uh, have like uh, a group conversation or do you kind of split off where the guy starts talking to the guy and the girls kind of split off and they kind of have their own conversation? <laughs> this should be a weekly segment. Tony's awkwardness. <laughs> <laughs> Tony's weird social situation of the week. No, I'd say I try to keep things as a group conversation, but if it ends up splitting off, like if I'm, for example, my friend D. Wayne, who sometimes listens to the podcast. I'm sorry? D. Wayne. Okay. Sometimes, uh, you know, if we, when we've gone out with him and his wife, uh, it would definitely become compartmented because I'm going to talk to D. Wayne about World of Warcraft and they, they want nothing to do with that. So I have had both the, uh, the, the uh, you know, everyone has their own conversation or we have had group conversations. But normally group conversations mean it's about nothing of importance or kids. I, I, I don't. I mean, I... I feel like whoever I'm sitting next to, and it's just because every time I go to out, I feel like with people, there's always kids there. So I'm usually just running around making sure that one of them is staying in their chair on a regular basis. So I'm just talking to whoever's local. So I'm not screaming down and trying to like, I think initially I tried to pay attention to what was happening down at the other end of the table. And I was yeah, like, screw it. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not doing that. Oh no, you still pay attention. You want to know what everybody said. So later on you can use it against them. I, I promise I'm a low talker and I mumble. So then uh, as soon as I say anything to anybody who's less than uh, three feet away or, you know, more than three feet away from me, they're not gonna be able to understand what I'm going to say. They're going to say what and then it's just gonna get awkward and then i gotta repeat myself uh, so i keep it very very uh centric to where i am you got to be two feet in front of me or or i don't talk to you well i think you're, the benefit that you have as well is your wife is very social or at least she can be so she would easily be able to have a conversation with somebody else so you can mumble at one person i still don't understand that relationship <laughs> <laughs> she is the nicest human being on the face of the earth and then she's get she gets mumble mouth over here that comes right behind her. I have a very dynamic personality. <laughs> uh, and her smile could light up a room from eight miles away. You walk in and it's like you just shot the light bulbs out. Well, listen, uh, you know that's that's the trade off is you have to do that. I have to dim, <laughs> I have to dim my personality 
so that I don't take up every, you know. I walk. I, I was doing something. I walk into the room. There, there's, uh, there's Tony's wife. Gives me a big hug. It was good to see her. Tony doesn't even move. Like he's just leaning up against the countertop. Like, hey, can we go? <laughs> hey, it's time to go. Hey, real quick, can we go outside, Ralph? Real quick. And he's right. He was. He was totally ready to go. He's been ready to go since Actually, he got here. Tony stayed at my house for over an hour. I was surprised. That's only because I texted him telling him that we weren't home. <laughs> oh, that does explain <laughs> So a he lot. couldn't leave your house to come to mine. Actually, I was on my, it was either that or go to my parents' house early. So I decided to stay uh, where I was as long as possible. Although I did find out this weekend that my, uh, my dad is voting for Trump. So oh. that's uh, like father, like son. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm not voting for Trump. I love the poorly educated. <laughs> wow. Um, that's, that is not shocking. Now, to Tony, I, I do want to get back to real quick. When you were at my house, you were, you seemed very impressed that my son wanted to tell you a whole lot of things. You didn't seem, <laughs> you seemed to be amazed by all the things he wanted to tell you and how he wanted to, uh, to show you how he can readjust his penis right in front of you, which is nice. Wow. <laughs> your, your kid's very talkative. And when I used to come up and uh, visit, like he wouldn't say anything when he was around, you know? So it's, uh, it's a change. I feel that that, that was Jeremy as a child. Oh yeah, I was the worst. I feel that Jeremy was a is me. Jeremy was a talkative child. My wife and I were talking. We're like, how does why how is Elliot so nice? And because <laughs> because my wife is nice. My exact quote to him when he came over was, "I love your son. He is the nicest kid ever. He's just so thirsty for fun and full of life." And then I just I look over and look at you, and you're the most miserable human being <laughs> I've ever met. Pretty much. It is. I mean, I mean, miserable. He's, he's driving me crazy now because he wants to play outside with all the kids in the neighborhood. But all the kids in the neighborhood, one, have school during the day, and they're also way older than him, so they don't want to play with a four-year-old. It's like a seven-year-old and a nine-year-old. Mm. So he'll go outside when they're outside, and they'll they'll you know kind of humor him and like kick the soccer ball to him or whatever. But then they, they always end up going off to do their own thing. And so every single day, I have to run outside because he's crying on the steps because no <laughs> one will play with him. It's so the then, most irritating So then thing. Daddy gets the ball and kicks it at And I was like, just him. go down that hill and get it. Yeah. Go down the hill and get it. Why don't you play with your brother? Hey, no. do, do you take your kids to the Easter Bunny? My wife does that normally. I, I don't have a, any problem with it. I just don't normally end up doing it. Did you ever go to see sit on the Easter Bunny's lap? Uh, no. No, we never did that either, but, but apparently she did. Why is that a thing? Because I did that as a child, too. Like, my parents, like, uh, not, and I shouldn't say my parents, my mother... And I feel like maybe her sisters would always drag my sister and I to sit on the Easter Bunny's lap. But that is, looking now at it, is the creepiest damn thing I've ever seen. Because I can compare the two because I feel like sitting on Santa's lap, you're actually sitting on another man's lap. (laughs) What you're saying is working backwards for you. (laughs) There I was. Santa, I'd like some footballs. And I'd like something hard. What? So I am... I, I, I feel like sitting on Santa's lap is acceptable, but sitting on the Easter Bunny's lap is weird. Is that weird? I think the way you made it sound is is the opposite of how it should be. I think sitting on the Easter Bunny's lap is weird because it doesn't seem like it's a thing. Why would you sit on the Easter? You don't tell the Easter Bunny what you want. He brings you. But that but you sit on the candy. Easter Bunny's lap. That's what you do. But no, that's what I'm saying is it shouldn't be. That shouldn't yeah, what be. Are you, what, are, what are you telling the Easter Bunny? I have no idea. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. What do you tell the Easter Bunny? I would like some chocolates. Yeah, <laughs> but like um, the the Easter Bunny in um, in uh, Annapolis Mall is just this big, ginormous like 
like head, like a rabbit's head. <laughs> it's like a little small person's body, like inside. And it's just, it's, it's not proportional. And it's, it's creepy to see this, this rabbit person sitting there. And during the day, um, when the, when it's slow, it's just the rabbit sitting in the chair with nobody around. So it's just the creepy rabbit sitting over there in the chair. Just a weird facial. That dog is hysterical. It's the loudest dog on the planet. I'm sure no one can hear it, so it just sounds like crazy people. But this is, it literally, like, it sounds like someone's just loudly farting. Yeah, and, and it's just awkwardly quiet and looking at Tony like his face is red. So it may be Tony farting. I'm not sure. <laughs> but I just, I mean, I don't understand why the Easter Bunny's a thing. Because again, you're right. You don't sit on the Easter Bunny's lap and tell the Easter Bunny what you want for Easter. Right. Because it's a bunny. It's it a bunny. English. But then, it, then if you look at it, it's like sitting on like Mickey Mouse's lap. Yeah, but you don't do that either. Oh, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's why I got kicked out of Disney. So I used to love the showbiz pizza. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Easter is this weekend. Do you do uh, just candy or do you do gifts? Um, we we do not do much of anything. And I feel like I feel like I'm a horrible parent because we don't. But um, because I feel like when I was a kid, my we got like a big Easter basket and a lot of like little like little like presents, not big things, but little little things. Um, we just do like uh, like candy and stuff. And we will do I, an uh, egg hunt. I remember uh, getting a basket, and this was before going to, I guess, mass and uh, eating a lot of the chocolate, uh, then going to the mass and throwing up uh, during mass. So I don't like Easter. I'm Did you actually throw up during mass? Uh, yes. No, yes. you didn't. Yes. Well, I don't think I threw up. I Please, I it was during out. communion. Like you went up to get communion, and then you threw up all over no, the place. No, I remember Body running out. <laughs> But I'm not a fan of Easter. I don't like the holiday. Uh, I don't. I'm not. Uh, I don't like the whole uh, bunny thing. I'm not into it. Yeah, but, uh, but I don't like you the don't chocolate have kids bunny. Yet. I'm not. A big when fan you have of a kid, you will end up doing this. Because I didn't. It's not like before I had kids. I was like, oh, it's Easter. Yay! We can do all these things. We never did anything for Easter. But now it's a big thing. We have an egg hunt. We have family come over. We do. Uh, we we're gonna color eggs this weekend. Do you have family Sunday. that comes over? You go somewhere. Oh no, we have family at my house right now. They're here through okay. Easter. All right, so we go over to my aunt and uncle's house for uh, like Easter breakfast, um, and then we go over to my grandparents' house. And now um, I, I'm the only one with kids of the age that would do an Easter egg hunt. So it's like all oh, my cousins will hide Easter eggs, you know, for for my kids, and they're filled with like you know candy and mayonnaise, <laughs> little packets <laughs> of mustard. Um, but uh, um, yeah, but that's about all that we'll do. Like we're not going to do an Easter egg hunt in my backyard. Oh yeah, we're going to do one behind my house. Oh, see. You are a nice person. Your soul isn't black. Two days out of the year, Christmas and Easter. Oh, um, are you um, are you paying attention to the NCAA thing at all? Not. I don't give two shits. Really? I do not care. I mean, about you're such basketball. a sports betting guy. I thought that like well, this would be your but thing. I don't actually bet on sports unless I'm in Vegas. Like it's not like I have a bookie that I regularly you know bet sports on. Or else, yes, I would probably be way into college football or college basketball right now. But I am not. I could not care less. I mean, even just to do like I don't really give a rat's ass about college basketball. I don't. But like you don't. Everyone fills out a bracket. Yeah, I, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Do you don't care. fill out a bracket. No, I'm already out. By the way, I picked Michigan State. Uh, so I. <laughs> Hey, guess who I picked? Michigan State. <laughs> so Michigan State gets upset by a 15 seed and just killed my bracket. Now, are you, I mean, you're done done? Like you didn't have like any other upsets or anything? I mean, I'm still like, I'm, I think out of 15 people, I'm 13. Oh, wow. <laughs> not, not having a good year. <laughs> so it's like me and our NASCAR picks league. Hey, we'll get there in a second. Don't jump the gun. Miserably. No, no one wants to hear about it. We can just let oh, everyone know. Oh, we're talking about it. No one wants to hear about it because I am winning. Yeah. Hey. 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 Hey.
has nothing to do with who's winning or losing. I just figure it's worth telling everyone that I'm losing, and you are winning. I am winning. In a, not a little way, I'm winning in a big way. It's, the, it's about 100 points spread right How now. How many people still, are in this league? Four. Four no, people. I think there's uh, there's seven people that are actively playing. We have eight, but one person dropped out after we Already four. missed a week. Yeah. And how many of those people are linked to Don's email? <laughs> Six. <laughs> uh, two. Um, I'll tell you, my son, uh, he picked a bracket and he's like last and he is like in like like furious. So I'm, I'm, I'm sort of struggling. Like I let him do it for fun, but he's really getting upset about it. Like to the point where my wife was like, you need to go to your room and calm the hell down. Um, so like I'm wondering if what I'm doing is setting him up for success or failure later in life. Well, um, I think it doesn't matter what we try to do. There's a good chance it'll end in failure anyway. So just do whatever you want to do. Wow. That wasn't meant as a negative on your son, just in general, all children. I'm sure my dad thought he was doing really good, and look at me now. Jesus Christ. <laughs> what the hell is wrong with you? I'm a realist, Don. I'm a realist. Wow. Stay in school. Stay in school. Well, why don't you do some real news? <laughs> or our regular fake news we do every week in a segment we call Radio for Winners. And the news, that's right, Radio for Winners. And the news, every week we take two to three great news stories, remove all the facts that make them great, make them even worse by muttering and stumbling through the topics like I just did, and bringing them to you for work the next day. That wasn't very good. I wasn't sure. Tony, I thought Tony was taking a picture of me. I, I got think uh, Jeremy's, uh, you know, he's a little bit uh, nervous. With, with having a third person live in studio. I know, it threw me off. Actually, I really thought you were taking pictures of me, and it threw no, me off. No, I'm not. This whole thing started here. All three of us together. Honest, I'm not a fan. I, I like being in Skype <laughs> in my own place. Uh, it smells in here. here. It <laughs> smells. It doesn't smell in here. Uh, you know, it's just... Uh, well, it could be the spray bottle you're using as a, uh, <laughs> as a microphone. <laughs> I'll post this to the, uh, the Facebook page well, so everyone can see it. Speaking of smell... A man has decided he wants to know what human flesh tastes like, but he wants to do it legally because it turns out eating human flesh is illegal everywhere where people have laws uh, to the point where even for the point of science, you can't just cut off your own finger, cook it, and eat it. It's illegal. So he did the next best thing. He has decided to cut off part of his leg. Oh, come on. And he's cooking it so he can breathe in the aroma what? of what human flesh uh, would taste like. Uh, so he's getting 80% of eating human flesh by eating a part of his own leg. And it turns out, it tastes a lot like banana cream Oreo. Hey! No, it, it apparently, they, even though everyone says everything tastes like chicken, apparently cooking human flesh smells a lot like chicken or pork chops. Wow. That's disgusting. But it's your own, it's part of your own body. But I don't you know can't do that. You can't cut and off. You can't eat it. You can cook it and smell it, but you can't eat it. Oh, you can't eat it? Nope. How is anybody going to know? Well, he was he was filming it for the BBC, so they would know. Well, but first off, the BBC is out of their freaking mind. Why? Why? Um, Like, like, I mean, he's just cutting chunks of his leg. I, I don't, don't think that's any weirder than like the uh, the strange addiction shows where people are just eating Q-tips. I mean, yeah, but I mean, this that. person's actually like disfiguring themselves and cooking it. I mean, they didn't, like, just lop off their whole leg and cook it up. They just did, like, a biopsy <laughs> part of their leg and then, and then cooked it. That's still a big deal. You're going to have a scar. Well, it was a scar in the name of science. I think it's a... It's an is it in the name of science? It is. What if you really wanted to know what human flesh tastes like, but I'd you don't want to eat it? I'd ask, uh, I'd ask a cannibal. Why would you lop off your own leg? You drive me crazy. Maybe he had to. I just don't. 
I know. But then you'd be cooking up a diseased leg. I wouldn't want to do that. Well, you know how like the thigh tastes different than the breast. I mean, what like how? Do, I mean, maybe the human leg tastes and smells different than maybe another part of our body. Well, he didn't do biopsies on all of his body. That would be our next. The next winner of our NASCAR league gets to do that for us. It'll be very exciting. I can I get any of this at Bojangles? Uh, no, because Bojangles is wonderful. And by the way, frequent guest of the show, Ryan Connor, also a huge fan of Bojangles. Huh. I had um, uh, my boss, I was letting him know that um, there was a possibility that we'd be going to um, a NASCAR race in uh, the September time frame. And um, he is not a big NASCAR fan. Um, however, I much like our <laughs> listeners, <laughs> <laughs> much like everyone else. Um, however, I did let him know that it is the Bojangles Southern 500. And now he's in. And he stopped and looked at me and said, I'll drive me down to Route 3, the plate, and I'll get me some Bojangles. <laughs> Told you that's exactly what you got to do. I mean, it especially means, if you have to go to court that day. Stop. Stop. <laughs> I don't think he had court. I just think that he likes a good Bojangles biscuit. I didn't technically have court. I had a parole officer. Does not matter. <laughs> it was right there by the Bojangles. The Bojangles in Lanham, though. It's still not bad for breakfast. Mm. And it's never busy during the day until about 2 in the afternoon. Do you dare get one of those crawfish? Like, do you ever get one of those? You ever get one of them crawfish? <laughs> you know, one of them things they got on the menu. Turns out they don't even have. I'm talking like... I don't think Bojangles has crawfish. I think it's Popeye's. Oh. But have you ever had like, like a Popeye's, like a crawfish? No, a, at Popeye's, you only get the five strips meal, Don. The chicken. Yeah. You don't get anything but the chicken. No, I go to Popeye's for chicken. Okay. You don't get any, like, the weird fish. Like, stuff that you get in, like... <laughs> one of them weird fish. Like, <laughs> like, the stuff that you find in the stream, the streams. <laughs> one of them weird fish meals you got. I just picture somebody at Popeye's just scooping up, like, raw fish out of the streams and... Throughout the Maryland area and frying those things up, put them on some biscuits. Straight out of the Potomac. Mm-mm-mm. Well, you know what else is straight out of the Potomac? Not this next story. Let's keep it going. I had a, I had a uh, segue earlier, but I lost it, so let's keep going. No, that's a good one. That's it's so good. <laughs> so, it's very late. I'm very tired. Oftentimes, you need to name something of importance. Maybe you're having a kid. Maybe you bought yourself a pug, but you need help naming things. Well, it turns out... If you're going to name a boat, the wrong people to ask are people on the internet. <laughs> this is the best story ever. This is ever. the worst story <laughs> ever. <laughs> it's, a, it's a polar research vessel. It vessel. Is, but you know what? It is the definition of the difference between Tony and I. I find it to be hysterical. Tony thinks it's the dumbest thing ever. I think it's hacky. It's so hacky, I would call it a hacky McHack face. Hacky wow. McHack. hacky. Wow. Look at you. I think it's so hacky, I'd call it Larry Poon. Hey, hey, hey. Inside baseball. No, I just, uh, you got the name. The name is terrible. Yeah, well, so, just... so they asked people online to come up with a name, and, and people came up with their own clever names. You know, somewhere the uh, the RRS Ice Ice Baby and the RRS Bodemus Prime. But the winner oh. so far, and, and I think there's still another week to vote on this, uh, is Bodie McBoatface. Yeah, that's terrible. I mean, the RSS the Bodie McBoatface. That was funny for about a month in 2004. I, <laughs> it hasn't been funny since. The whole blanky, blank, blank face, whatever the scenario was awful. Uh-huh. It's been played out. It's terrible. It shouldn't be done anymore. I hate it. I love the poorly educated. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's it is kind of um, kind of dumb, but at the same time. The fact that they would even bother asking the internet to name something at this point that's, for any see, reason. See, but that's what I find funny, right? That's what I find funny is that, 
hey, you know what? Let's uh, let's open this up for uh, for like like fan vote. Let's see what let's see what names well, we come up with. It's just like anytime anyone famous that has anything that's gone kind of kind of negatively in their life does like an open. Oh, uh, we'll be doing a Reddit. And like every every other question, stuff they can't answer to. But so if you think, like, why is your wife a whore? But I mean, oh, could you could now now could you think when the Raven when the Browns moved to Baltimore, they um they were originally going to be called the Baltimore Browns, but then they decided to let re- Baltimore name it. Well, they yeah they decided to relinquish it because in case the Browns ever should Cleveland ever got another football team that they would have the opportunity to name them the Browns. Like we didn't have that opportunity to keep the Colts name. So there was a like a like a Baltimore Sun thing where they listed a bunch of names and you could vote for those names. Now that's 1995, 1996. So you're really sort of in the infancy of the internet. Well, and so, didn't they give you a list you could choose from? Yeah, they did, but I I'm, I'm thinking like what like if they had just opened it up, like what what would the Ravens name be? <laughs> The, the Baltimore New York football Giants. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, it would just be like the dumbest names ever, right? I mean, I, I just that's why I find it like how you, you've got to put some parameters around it, dummies. Well, but I think even if even if they don't end up naming it Bodie McBoatface, now people even know that there is such a thing as a new uh, polar research vessel. They never who gives known. a crap about that? Yeah, but now it doesn't matter. If they get like 20 people that care enough to give them $100 towards research, then they've made some money on okay, this stupid-ass campaign. I got you. Okay, I'm there with you on that. But did you so have we to, are going to... Wait a minute. Did you have to donate money in order to get a no, name? No, no, but just to, just get your name out there. So then when you want to do something else, you can be like, oh, that's the Bodie McBoatface people. So we should come up with a, with a, a contest to name next year's Football Picks League <laughs> instead of RFW Supergroup. <laughs> if you want to help come up with a name, just... Use the hashtag RFW Football Picks and your name. God, you're already ready for football, aren't you? I'm already tired of every other sport. Can't wait. Cannot <laughs> <laughs> Do you have another news story? Yeah, yeah. I thought you pointed me to start and then you didn't play the song. Pointed you for what? Do you have another news story? Yeah, we have hey, three. I think Jamie's got a hairball in his throat. Hey, uh, speaking of hairballs. <laughs> If you're worried about a city where you're going to destroy a lot of buildings, you'd expect a large influx of rats. There are many options for what you could do. You could call an exterminator, you could poison out, or you could have a large band of feral cats. What? Large bands of feral cats. That's a great name for a band. That, this could be one I'm going to start next year. But yeah, in Chicago, <laughs> uh, they're going to destroy a, uh, a children's hospital, and all the nearby residents are concerned because there's going to be a lot what? of rats. Wait, wait, wait a minute. Stop. <laughs> in Chicago, yes, they're going to destroy a children's hospital. Correct. Is, uh, have they built a new one? Is yeah, it... it's just an old one. So instead of just oh. leaving it up so that crazy people can live in it, they're going to go. Is ahead this and the one that had it. the random Christmas tree that was what it was in it? No, it was not part of the story. All right, go I ahead. Have no idea. Go ahead. But anyway, so they've decided <laughs> the best way to stop this concern that these extra rats are going to be there is they've brought in a specialist who's going to make sure there are bands of feral cats. Is it somebody with like a flute, like a like a recorder, that's going to play the play the play the rats out of town? That's, no, that's current. No, that's. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't understand. They're going to get cats. They've decided. To replace yeah, in the order rats. to stop the rats, they're going to bring them a whole See, of random cats feral cats. Will kill the rats, Don. Well, what kills the cats? Scorpions. That's the next thing they're going to bring. <laughs> is planefuls of scorpions. <laughs> oh, that's great. So that's a, that seems like it's kind of a, a way to start a problem that's going to make worse and worse over time. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense to me, but um, hey, what do I know? How many, how many cats do you need to have a band of feral cats? 
Four. Four cats? Yep. Is that the limit before you become an insane person? Uh, you know, I actually had a question with that. I have a... How many? Someone's talking about their mom has 10 cats. That's too many. That's too many cats. <laughs> I started thinking about a neighbor of mine when I was little. Uh, I was like, he's like my best friend. It Mr. Was, Smith used to take me to the pool <laughs> and say, come on here, over here and plant my pussy. Come on over here. Jesus. But wow. his mom Never had, had a cat. Weirdest thing. His mom had seven cats. Yeah. I never really thought it was weird, but now I'm like, that's kind of weird. Seven is... is so what's the number? Is Seven is too many. But again, if you are not just letting cats shit all over your house, seven is probably acceptable, but ten is too many. Uh, there, was, there was cat shit all over the place. I'd say two is the most cats you wanted. I've had we had three one time the, when I was growing up. It was one too many cats. Yeah, the most I ever had was two. Yeah, three cats was the point where because we, we got one cat and then the, and then it had kittens, so we had three, and then it was like, what the fuck? Why do we have three cats? And these cats, goddammit, they're they're living longer and longer. Like our cat currently is your at, cat is eighty five years is old, seventeen or eighteen years old. These cats, I'll tell you the problem with America today. You get <laughs> these cats, <laughs> can't even feed them them crayfish. I love the poorly educated. They're living to be forty years older and up. And I'll tell you right now, as God be my witness. I will not have more than one or two cats inside my house. I will, however, have nine to ten pugs. I love the poorly educated. how loud that would be. Just them breathing. It would be very loud. Uh-oh. And once again. All right, start over, Don. Come on. No, I, you're on. supposed to do it. No, 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 no. It's all you. No, it's you. Fine, let's start over again. B, B, 102.7 is Baltimore's number one. Hit music station. Take it out. I can't believe I'm back in the beat lab. Oh, man, it's so exciting. There's at least 30 to 40 beer cans all over the place. Join me tomorrow. I'll be at Bojangles in La Plata. Getting myself some biscuits. But right now, here's a little bit of Jellyhead Crush on B, 102.7. He's pretty good at it. Pretty, almost like he did a professional. <laughs> Absolutely terrible. Doesn't get any better than that. I love how, again, this was the go-to song that he had. Hey, Crash Jelly Hey. He's got a 20-minute talk up. I haven't spent a second thinking about Jellyhead since 2001. Tony was able to ramble off Jellyhead. Is that dog snoring? No. Not snoring. Just breathing loud. Is it breathing? Nope. <laughs> dead. <laughs> Hope you enjoy your new dead. Hey, dog. make sure you leave that. Make sure you leave that in the mic stand. I need to need to clean the windows later. <laughs> All right, see you next week. See you guys. Three, two, one, go. You can follow. You can. <laughs> Contact Radio for Winners on Twitter at Radio for Winners. Facebook.com. Search for Radio for Winners. Or if you want to send us an email, hit us up on the Gmail, rfwshow at gmail.com. Well, there you have it, folks. Another happy ending from the good people, Jimmy James Incorporated. <laughs>